try to be anyway. Good morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Here we are on Tuesday, the 16th day of November, 2021. My name, will that be Nick? Ladies and gentlemen, there's Big J right over there. Ta-da! Together we're the morning after. Our powers combined. We come up with what we like to call infotainment, Big J. Don't have a trademark on that word yet, but we're trying. I can't believe it. Nobody else does. Uh, I'm sure maybe somebody has tried. But uh, they can't steal our thunder, pal. I'm not going to let them do it. We have uh, lots of things planned for today, including the return of streaming dumbass as we head into this particular week's worth of movies that Big J hasn't encountered before. (laughs) And it's become exponentially harder as he spent the weekend watching movies. Uh, so I, I can't even try one to. Of those would have been. Yeah, I was gonna. I mean, you could try to dumb. I mean, I wonder if you would be a- interested in any way, shape, or form in the written plot description of Red Notice. Because oh, absolutely! I, I so? love a heist movie. Yeah, but I mean, it's 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 the type of heist movie that I think would make you raise your eyebrow. Like if I explained to you that uh, that you know an art uh, an art person or what would you call it, an art thief was looking for the three X of Cleopatra, you'd probably be like. What the hell no, is that? No, it sounds like okay. right, up my, right, right up my alley, man. Well, and it was right up your alley, so mission accomplished. But uh, he will not get red notice in the list of things. I love the Pink Panther. Okay, sure. so, I mean, that's right R- in that Remind main. me, what was the plot of the Pink Panther, the original? Uh, it was Art, art Heist. There was there was the Inspector Clouseau. Right? I remember Inspector Clouseau. Uh, and then Peter Sellers. Yes. Um, was, but what was he stealing? Uh, it was a painting. Just a painting? A, a painting, diamonds. I mean, there was multiple things. Oh, okay. They were nemesis, nemesi. No, I know, I know who the Pink Panther is. I just, right. I couldn't remember the art uh, part of it. That's what I'm asking. Yeah, I knew that he was a, th- a thief and stole a bunch of stuff. I just didn't remember it was an art. Now, when we talk about art heist movies, the one that I will always think of is the Thomas Crown Affair. Oh, absolutely, now, another great one. Yeah, now, the, even the original's great, but the Steve Pierce McQueen, Brosnan, Renee, yeah, exactly. And then the, the the Pierce Brosnan one actually was pretty serviceable as well. Yeah. So there's some good art heist movies out there. But uh, none, of them, none of them will be involved in today's streaming dumbass. Plus, we have an opportunity for you to win some cash. Uh, the X Double Dare returns with a vengeance. Gave away $100 yesterday. We sure would like to continue that trend maybe even more today with a new category full of questions and the fun that begins at 7.30 as well over the course of the show. We'll get into important stuff and all sorts of things, but we also play music on this show. Let's start with some STP sex type thing. Kick it off the old show here on the X-Rocks. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff brought to you by the Advocates Injury Attorneys. You did not deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. West Ada Board of Trustees met yesterday and decided to make masks optional beginning on November 29th, according to a letter that went out to parents uh, late last evening. Basically, uh, they have to wear them through the end of this week, and then it's up to them. Because after, of course, next week they're on Thanksgiving vacation, you know? Yeah. So they'll pick things back up again on November 29th, and once that happens, well, then things are optional. So uh, last month it was the West Ada Board that voted to keep masks in classrooms with plans to revisit the issue. After uh, certain criteria were met, including the COVID-19 vaccine being available to students 5 to 11. And that happened, and so now they're going to make things optional. Now, those that are uh, upset about things a little bit, of course, this is not giving the students enough time to be fully vaccinated, at least most of them. Because they do need two shots a couple of weeks apart and then two weeks after that in order to be considered fully vaccinated. And they just 
now gave the green light to students 5 to 11. So uh, there's some pushback, but at the end of the day, this is the decision that was made. So that's what you have to deal with beginning on November 29th. If your kid goes to West Ada schools and facilities, it's all up in the air once that happens. Called it on this very show yesterday, Big J. Going to be a blowout on Monday Night Football. And sure enough, it was. Just the wrong team won uh, in blowout fashion. San Francisco 49ers beat the hell out of the Rams last night, 31-10. to First home win in over a year, Big J. October 2020, last time the 49ers won a home game. Uh, Garoppolo, 182 through the air, a couple of touchdowns. Matthew Stafford did not look good. Uh, he was intercepted twice in the first quarter by Jimmy Ward. And Odell Beckham Jr., much like his time in Cleveland, Big J, didn't really do a whole hell of a lot. Well, in fact, that first interception was probably Odell's fault. Uh, yes. But, but, I mean, that's what you get for throwing at him right away. The first, yeah. You threw it at him the first play, and I think the third play is when he threw that interception. Um, so it's great to see the Niners. I wish they could uh, do that every week. Uh, we'll see what happens, man. You never know, but it at least is a win and a win. And a lot of people thought the best team in the NFC, certainly with the the additions that they made over the last two weeks, but it certainly didn't look like it helped on either offense or defense in that particular side of things. Big J, Disturbed is the latest band to announce they're going into the coffee business. They've teamed up with Dead Sled Coffee to put together Get Up, which is a dark Java blend, which you can check out on the company's website. Uh, there's a bunch of celebrities, specifically rock coffee out there. Kiss, Rob Zombie, Skid Row, Green Day, Korn, Metallica, uh, Joey Kramer from Aerosmith, uh, former Megadeth bassist David Ellison all have coffees. Have you tried any of these rock coffees at all? Uh, <laughs> no, but I have I have the Rob Zombie coffee, the bag of it. In, okay. in, it's sitting uh, in, in display on my, at my house. Uh, it's just like on the counter or yeah. like something like that? Yeah, but well, you don't, do you need like a grinder for it, is or is it a pre-ground? Um, that I don't know. I haven't opened up the. Uh, it was more for show. Didn't Corn send us some coffee at one point? Yes. Did you try it? Yes. Was it any good? It was okay. Okay. Not enough to seek it out and purchase no. it again. Um, but it, let me ask you this: as somebody who gets free coffee every day, is it hard to purchase coffee? No, not at all. But I'm, okay. I'm pretty like particular. I'm not a huge on some of these. Uh, roast that you get, you know, they're darker and and they're a little more uh, robust than I care for. Like, uh, let's put it this way: uh, there's light beer drinkers and regular beer drinkers. I'm a light coffee drinker. Like my roast, I want it to be light to medium. Okay. Um, so I don't get into the weeds. And a lot of these coffees too, you gotta you know grind them up. And then you know a lot of people want to French press them and do the old style old style kind of thing. That's not me, man. I've got a Keurig. Just push a button yeah. and be done with it. Yeah, I'm not into the fancy coffee stuff. No, you're right. You know, a lot of times because of the connotation with metal, the idea is the darker and the the heavier and the the more caffeinated the coffee, the the more metal that coffee is. Yeah. But you're not into that kind of thing, right? I'm not into that. Uh, so save the soon as Rob Zombie comes out with a light roast, Big J's all on board. Until then, it remains in the bag. Morning after with Nick and Big J. I, I wouldn't want to touch that now. I mean, that was like five, six years ago, man. Come on, drink your stale coffee. That is Pearl Jam. That is Daughter here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. And we always tell you, man, you got to keep your head on a swivel. You never know who's trying to screw you over, right? Yeah, and uh, some studies were being done just about how many uh, times we face a scam, Nick. And uh, 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 the... I think this is, is quite uh, quite alarming. Uh, as an individual, you'll face, on the average, 30 scams a month. 
That makes sense. It also seems a little bit light. I mean, if you factor in, like, almost every message that ends up in your spam folder is some sort of weird scam even if you don't even give it the time of day it's still an opportunity of somebody trying to screw you out of something yeah this this isn't even i don't think considering those oh wow these are yeah they they break it down this way you're going to get scammed by uh from from 10 email scams okay nine phone calls yeah and eight fishy texts a month I didn't even think about the uh, the phone call stuff. So I mean, uh, hey, I mean, I get those constantly. Uh, you know about the the warranty. Sure. Okay, that's a constant thing. Uh, and and then I don't know if you've ever presented with uh, the loss of personal information scam. No. Like if you don't respond to this, you're we're gonna expose you. Oh no. I, I mean, just the craziest <laughs> stuff. And I'm like, this is garbage. And and sometimes that'll find its way not in my spam folder. Right. But the text message stuff as a homeowner, you know, I get like six or seven. Hey, are you still selling your house text? Like, it's like, no, I yeah, never like, was. Where did they get this right. number? Right. I'm like, I don't understand. No, I uh, or the hey, the, the the IRS scam. It's like if you don't respond, I'm like, listen, no, this isn't happening. Blah, blah, blah. And, and we, uh, I think, see it on a more constant basis, maybe than your average person. Uh, so here are the top reasons people fall for scams, Nick, okay? 37% fall for this because no time to stop and think through the scenario. And I'm like, well, who's doing this? Who's responding to some of these? That's crazy. 29% fear the loss of personal information. Sure. Uh, so obviously they're doing something wrong. Worried that somebody's going to expose their, their dirty <laughs> deeds, done dirty cheap. 28% uh, interest in alleged reward. Sure. So what, what you're going to get, I mean, I, listen, I want to help out this prince. Uh, 27% fear a loss of for a family or friend. Oh, it's one of those hits of the long yeah. lost cousin, please help me, I'm in jail kind of thing. Yes, that is a thing as well. And, you know, unfortunately, a, a lot of these people that fall victim to it are our elderly. You know, yes. those that don't have somebody helping them out looking, they think they're doing a good deed or they're helping or they're getting a good deal or something. And they just, they end up getting screwed over. And it's, like I said, it's a it's a terrible thing to do that. And it's really terrible to take advantage to, of somebody who thinks they're helping. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's what these people do. The fraud industry uh, surpasses $3.3 billion a year. Scumbags. Yeah. Scumbags. Scum. Protect yourself from scumbags. Check in on your elderly neighbors. Make sure they're not getting taken advantage of those jerks. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We are scam free. We are going to do uh, a complete new episode of Streaming Dumbass. That's happening next on the X Rocks. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Every single Tuesday, we try to find three movies that Big J has not experienced in his personal or professional life. We strip away the stars, the director of the studio that brought you crap, and we're left with just something called a very brief plot description. And today, those three movies certainly fit that category. Your plot descriptions are going to be brief, Big J. So you're going to have to dig in here and try to figure out if you can mine some gold out of these nuggets. And we'll see what ends up happening. Uh, either way, Big J will have 24 hours to watch and review for you a movie that he selects, courtesy of Streaming Dumbass. Are you ready, Big J? I'm ready. Movie number one. Mankind's earliest settlers on the Martian frontier do what they must to survive the cosmic elements and one another. Movie number two. A Wall Street banker is sent to a small town branch in upstate New York and connects an art gallery to a global conspiracy, putting his own family in grave danger. And movie number three, a woman takes advantage of her growing celebrity status when police and the public think her very dead husband is just missing. 
I should say this. The, there's a couple of things that string all three of these movies together. Number one, they're all fairly new. Number two, there's some pretty big star power in each one of these three movies. All right, uh, let's go with the conspiracy movie, movie number two. Movie number two. Not enough conspiracies in real life, huh? Yep. You want to throw it into the uh, the movies as well. So be it. You passed on movie number one. That was called Settlers. That stars Sofia Bautella, who appears to be in everything these days, and Ismail Cruz Cordova. You passed on movie number three, which was called Breaking News in Yuba County. That stars Oscar winner Allison Janney, Mila Kunis, your lady Aquafina's in that as well. Ah, damn it. You will not be seeing that. You will instead be watching a movie called Crypto. Uh, that stars Bo Knapp, and it looks like Kurt Russell pops in there once or oh, twice. I love Bo Knapp. Uh, so you'll be watching Crypto. It is available on Hulu, Big J. That is the streaming network in which you will find this movie. Uh, you're in the crypto world, so maybe you'll find a weird connection to this. And it'll make you invest in something else in the crypto world and make some more money. Who knows? Either way, if you want to play the home game, it's called Crypto. It stars Kurt Russell. It is on Hulu, and that is your streaming dumbass movie of the day. With Nick and Big J. Important Stuff is brought to you by the Advocates Injury Attorneys. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Big J, can I present you with some depressing news? Oh, God. Yeah? Listen, when it's your birthday, it's a cause for celebration in most cases, yes? It's a birthday! Hey! Happy birthday. More like happy death day, Big J, because you're also statistically much more likely to die on your birthday than any other day of the year. Isn't that nice? Yeah. Researchers in Canada found that, uh, you know what? Your likelihood of death on your birthday is actually higher than any other day of the year. Who knows why? Could be because of surprise parties. That's my number one cause, I would think. <laughs> but also, you know, you have a much higher likelihood of stroke on your birthday than any day of the year. Uh, those with high blood pressure ended up having worse days on their birthday than any other day of the year. And so, uh, according to a bunch of different independent surveys, they seem to find that it's actually pretty valid. You eat too much, you drink too much, and next thing you know, it maybe causes an accident or causes you to do something in your body that causes you to die. Damn. The other is the placebo effect, you know? You keep on going until your birthday, and then boom, you think that's it. I've had enough. I'm out of here. And so that's the other part of it, too. There's there's a lot of mind over matter stuff going on sometimes. So just be careful on your birthday, everybody. I, I would have no idea that that would be the case, but I suppose when you break it down like that, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. It's one of those days of the year where you're likely to go excessive on some stuff, and sometimes that can lead to mistakes or all sorts of stuff. So just take it easy on your birthday. And when you want to get rid of somebody, offer up a huge birthday celebration for them. That's right. Huge surprise party, and hopefully you'll shock them into submission. Big J, uh, Scotty Pippen and Michael Jordan hate each other. As they should. Uh, as uh, probably the greatest tandem of all time in NBA history, uh, it kind of started with the Michael Jordan uh, biopic, the 30 for 30, that was called The Last Dance, in which he kind of called out Scottie Pippen for a couple of decision makings. And now uh, Scottie Pippen's writing a book, and basically uh, he is demonizing Michael Jordan in this book. It's called Unguarded. And it doesn't hold back on his criticism of it. As far as that, he says that uh, Michael Jordan, he says, ruined basketball because he had a selfish style of play. And now people are echoing that throughout the league. He said, quote, Mike doesn't want to pass. He didn't want to rebound. He didn't want to defend the best player. He wanted everything done for him. And as long as he had the ball, that's all that mattered. 
And then, of course, in this book as well, he says that LeBron James is the greatest player this game has ever seen. Oh, damn. And so that seems fired, to man. be a direct attack at Michael Jordan and the way that he played basketball. So there is no love lost between those two. Goes to show you, you never know what's going on behind the scenes, pal. Well, I mean, you can, you can kind of see on the court a little bit of that. Well, they always seem to get along. It wasn't until Michael left and Scotty, you know, was there. No, I mean the play. I mean oh. the selfish play. Yeah, you can. But, I mean, that's also maybe being a champion and being a leader. and Who knows? Listen, Michael Jordan is wired differently. And by all accounts, he was and is a huge a-hole on the court. Yeah. Uh, and that's kind of what made him as good as he was. Now, can you argue that that was selfish basketball play? Sure. I don't know if Scottie Pippen's going to win the he, doesn't, he didn't like the rebound or pass argument because he was also high up there in those numbers and also defensive player of the year a couple times over. So he's got a pretty good track record on the other side of things. Now, granted, he wasn't dishing out 15 assists a game, but he's Michael Jordan. He was throwing down 32-33 a game, you know? Yeah. But to each their own. And you know what? I, I can understand how, you know, being the Robin to somebody's Batman, you can get a little jealous sometimes too, right? Yeah, it's called the Robin effect. Is it? Yeah. Did you write a paper on it? No. It's too bad you should. Big J. Mel Gibson announced that there will be a Lethal Weapon 5, and he will be directing it. Uh, according to Mel Gibson, Richard Donner, before he died, asked him to take over the franchise, which seems like an awkward conversation to be having, but uh, apparently that is one that has happened, so that Mel Gibson will be the one in the director's chair. He does hope that Danny Glover will be back as Roger Murtaugh in the Lethal Weapon 5 series. Who knows if Chris Rock or Joe Pesci will be back as well, but we will see. There will be one, and Michael, <laughs> excuse me, Mel Gibson will be in the director's chair. Well, he's pretty good at directing movies. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's, a, that's a good sign. I'm trying to think, has he done anything since Apocalyptico? Uh, no, I, maybe, but, uh, but you know, this is also not his typical directing Situation, you know, I don't. He's never directed a straight-up kind of action buddy cop movie. No, no, no. I also saw something fairly depressing as well. I mean, at this point, Danny Glover is almost. I mean, how? It's not even funny to say he's too old for this bleep anymore. I mean, I was reading an article that said that uh, he was Danny Glover was actually younger than you or I when Lethal Weapon, the first one he filmed, when he was too old for this bleep at that point. And now here we are, what, some 30 years later? Yeah, now he's going to be uh, rushing, you know, uh, behind a walker. <laughs> I'm too old for this. He's much too old for this. I think both of them are too old for this at this point. But either way, it's happening. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. The X rocks. It is time to play the X Double Dare. Ladies and gentlemen of the Treasure Valley, an opportunity for somebody to win up to 200 American dollars. On the phone with us right now is our contestant, Aaron. Aaron, oh, did we lose you? Aaron, your connection sucks. Aaron, you there? Aaron? Aaron? Aaron! Uh, listen, man, sorry, guys. You got to be able to get to a connection and keep connected if you're going to play. So we'll go with a backup. Hello, the X. Hey, how's it going? We're good, man. What's your name? Bryce. All right, Bryce, you are officially the contestant because we can't seem to get Aaron connected, so that means you will be playing for $200. Uh, Big J, remind him of the category, please. Bond. James Bond. Uh, Bryce, how uh, up-to-date are you in the world of James Bond trivia? 
I'd say I'm pretty up to date. All right, man. Uh, Big J, you've seen the questions. Do so you think they're easy, difficult, or somewhere in between? Uh, I think these are easy, but I mean, it's I can't be objective. All right. We will see what ends up happening, Bryce. I say good luck to you. Here's your $50 question. Let's start off easy. How does Bond drink his martini? Right. Yeah, good job. $50 in your pocket. You can take that and go home, or you can try for double or nothing for $100 for a harder question. What's it going to be? Yeah, let's double it. All right, man. Good luck. What was the name of Daniel Craig's first Bond movie? Casino Royale. Right. That is $100 in your pocket. You can keep that and walk away, or you can go double or nothing for 200 which in theory would be the most difficult question. What's it going to be, Bryce? Well, are we staying on recent ones, or are you going to hit me with anything from the 80s? Well, I, mean, uh, I, I no can no definitely comment. tell you it's from not from the 80s. That may help. Now, could it be before right. or after that? Who knows? Okay, let's do it then. <laughs> All right, for 200 bucks. In which Bond film does the villain yell, No, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die? Uh-oh. <laughs> uh... Maybe do it in the accent, Big J. That might help. No, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. <laughs> Man, I don't know. I'm going to go with Goldfinger. Hey! There you go. Hey! Just watched it. Last week. Hail Mary complete. That is correct. It actually is Goldfinger, and it's Goldfinger who says that. So guess what, my man? You just got $200. Good job. That is yours in James Bond trivia. Sometimes the Hail Mary gets complete. Good job, Bryce. We're going to hook you up with that 200 bucks. Goldfinger. More James Bond questions throughout the day. 12.30 today with Jason Drew. 5.30 today with Adam will be your next chance to... Prove that you know something about James Bond and see if you can't run the table and win $200 like Bryce just did. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We will go to hell. That is next on the x Rock. Nick and Big J on 100.3 The x Rocks. We are headed to Egypt for today's We're Going to Hell story, Big J. Oh. And let's start with this fact. Egypt is home to something called the fat-tailed scorpion, which is one of the most dangerous scorpion species in the world. So we're off to a fantastic start. Now, have you been keeping up with what's going on in Egypt these days? No, what's up, man? Uh, Mostly, at least for the last three to four days, it's been a bout of extreme weather. Lots of storms, high winds, some flooding, all sorts of stuff. It's been a real rough go of things over there in Egypt for the last couple of days. And of course, thanks to flooding, what has happened is... It has forced a lot of things that usually live out of uh, plain sight, underground, and things like that, out into the open. You understand? Yeah. And so what's happening is, because of the flooding, a bunch of these fat-tailed scorpions have been forcibly removed from their nests due to, due to flooding. And so what happens is they find their way into people's homes. And so what's happened over the course of the last week has been what can only be described as scorpion palooza. As a bunch of these fat-tailed scorpions have found their way into people's abodes, which of course they're not used to seeing, and scorpions, you know what happens when they get confronted, Big J? They will sting, bro. Ouch. And at least 450 people in the last week have been injured by scorpion stings, which is crazy. Yeah, crazy. And it's only in one city. The city of Aswan in Egypt is the one that's getting overrun currently. 
Uh, people are actually having to be hospitalized because of their injuries. We even have three deaths because of the scorpion stings. So they're not messing around. It all started when heavy rain, hail, dust storms all happened near the River Nile. And so that forced a bunch of scorpions and snakes out of the ground. Next thing you know, they're stinging everybody left, right, and center. And, you know, it's not like bumblebees where they got one good sting in them, Big J. Yeah, they'll keep stinging and stinging and stinging. Let's go. Let's do this. And they'll scream. <laughs> no, a little bit different than no. that. That's that's the bumblebees that are screaming again. But for all I know, maybe they do scream as they sting. Yeah, it's like Van Damme or something. You never know. <laughs> you never know. The point is people have been urged to stay at home and avoid places with lots of trees because sometimes these things are falling out of trees and stinging people in the head. I mean, it's pure chaos. Do you understand? Yes. Uh, authorities have provided extra amounts of anti-venom medication because these are poisonous scorpions. That's part of the problem. And so that's why we have such an issue. So once again, you know, traveling abroad always seems fun to me. And then I see a story like this and I'm like, oh, yeah, don't forget. There's a bunch of stuff out there that cannot wait to kill you. That's not doing so on purpose. You know, they're not doing anything. They don't have some sort of war with humans that they're trying to launch. Unless you're reading something into this that I'm not, Big J. No, they're just, yeah. They're just trying to do what they do. And they're not used to us being around their area and they don't like it when we are. And so good luck on your trip to Belize, Big J. I'm sure it's going to you run into one of those Belize uh, face huggers. It'll end up like a damn Aliens movie. Yeah. You won't know what hit you, Mr. Traveling Abroad. But just be careful. Once again, everything that you do, head on a swivel. You never know when a scorpion's going to be in that slipper that you slip on, Big J. You never know nothing. Now, I have some experience with scorpions having spent some time in the desert in Arizona. You love them. But uh, I've only seen two in my entire life, at least two that I knew of, and was able to avoid a sting each time. But I guess when there's so many of them, it's not as easy to do. So watch out. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the X-Rocks. <laughs> Morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by the Advocates Injury Attorneys. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Maybe Portugal's got it figured out, Big J. Not Portugal the man, but Portugal the country. Oh, okay. As they have just made it illegal for bosses or businesses to contact employees outside of working hours. Of course, this is not something that is unfamiliar to you if you have a cellular device. Odds are, even when you're away from work, you are connected to work in some way. And sometimes that can lead you to be doing business in off-business hours. And Portugal wanted to stop that as much as possible, so they have done basically what they're calling the right to disconnect laws, which basically gives workers the right for at least 11 consecutive hours of what's called night rest. Basically, uh, nobody from work can contact them unless, of course, it's an emergency. Uh, those are uh, among some of the many new labor laws that Portugal just passed, as a lot more workers are working from home there in Portugal as well, but they still think that they deserve a break from work. So the right to disconnect was something that was very ballyhooed for the workers there in the country, and it appears to be going pretty well. And as somebody that's usually tethered to work because of their phone, it makes sense to me. Agree or disagree, Big J? Yeah, totally. Now, uh, you know, of course, I think some of that is self-imposed as well, if that makes sense. Like, you know, you could disconnect from work if you wanted to. You're not required to. You're not like you're on call. You understand what I'm saying? But we are. You don't have to check your email. But you should. 
You want to fail? You want to be a loser? You want to not win? I think that's maybe part of the problem. You want to not get the, the, the worm out there? What does that mean? At the bottom of the tequila bottle? Are you drinking as part of this job? Yes, every day. <laughs> what the hell? San Francisco 49ers beat the Rams 31-10 in Monday Night Football last night. Their first home win in over a year. Matthew Stafford did not look good. Jimmy Garoppolo looked okay. 182 to a couple of touchdowns, but it was the Debo Samuel show. He ended up putting up a bunch of numbers. Odell Beckham did not do much in his first game with the Ram. Two catches, 18 yards. That is it. If you are somebody that for some reason watches the NFL Honors Show, which of course is the primetime TV program in which they release all of their awards, know this, it's being moved to Thursday before the Super Bowl for the first time. It's uh, before the Super Bowl. That's never happened before. It will be aired live on ABC, so that should be a nice little mess. You'll get the MVP award, coach of the year, comeback player, offensive player, offensive rookie, defensive player, defensive rookie, and other awards. The 22 uh, Hall of Fame class will also be announced as part of the broadcast. So now that's part of Super Bowl week, courtesy of ABC. Big J, I think you, you know, we're the same age, so I'm not sure if you ended up watching some of this. I think we were a little bit too old for it, but I'm sure it was in your wheelhouse where at least you're familiar with Barney the Dinosaur. Agree or disagree? Yeah, of course. We were, I think, of the age where people in our peer group just hated Barney because no good reason other than it was for little kids. You know what I mean? Yeah, stupid kids. Right. And we, were, we weren't kids. We were, we, were, we were teenagers, and we didn't have time for Barney and his, you know, love of positivity and making sure you shared with other people. People. That wasn't our style. But if you were in that particular wheelhouse and you enjoyed Barney as a child, then maybe you'll like the documentary that is in works over at Peacock, according to Variety. The three-part documentary will examine the meteoric, meteoric rise and pretty much disappearance of the beloved children's character who had millions of children watching on a weekly basis, of course became the target of hate and rage across pop culture, and then really disappeared as the internet kind of became a thing. But it was a pretty popular show for years and years and years, and then it just kind of went away. And so Barney the Dinosaur, which was kind of uh, big from like 1992 to like 1997, like a five-year stretch where it was just on top of the world as far as a kid's program was concerned, will be explored in documentary form on Peacock. Listen, without, without Barney, there would be no McGiblets. So that's true. See, uh, league references there and everywhere on this show. Watch the league, everybody. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Culture Smackdown on the morning after with Nick and Big J. And our last Call of Duty Vanguard code to hand out here for uh, the PlayStation console. So uh, if you want to get your hands on that, play some. Call of Duty Vanguard, then this is your chance to do that for free. You just gotta beat me, Pop Culture Smackdown. 208-287-1003 if you want this uh, much ballyhooed code. This would be the opportunity to call in. Gonna do something a little bit different today for Pop Culture Smackdown as Big J has struggled with general questions. So I'm going to name a character. We'll start that way, and you have to tell me the actor that played the character, okay? Okay. And then once you plow through a couple of those, we'll get into taglines for movies. I'll give you the tagline. You have to tell me which movie it was. All right. Let's see what we can do. 208-287-1003 is the number. Let's get ourselves a contestant. Good morning, the X. Hello. Sound like somebody rubbed their hands together and then hung up the phone. Hello, the X. Ready to attack. Hey, how's it going? What's up, man? What's your name? 
I'm Sam. All right, Sam, you're going to be our first contestant on Pop Culture Smackdown. Again, I'm going to give you the character. You have to tell me the uh, actor that played the character in the film, okay? All right. The character is Captain America in all of the Captain America Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. What actor played him? Uh, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Wrong. Incorrect. One of many Chris's in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, you should have just stopped at Chris. Not that one. Hello, the X. This is Dave. Dave, who played Captain America in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Oh, man. Like Captain America Civil War and Captain America the First Avenger and Avengers and Avengers Infinity War. I can do this all day. Avengers Endgame. Yeah, and he was also, oh, man. I don't know. Oh, I'm wrong. No, don't give up, Dave. Oh. Not everybody's a fan of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Hello, the X. Hey, what's going on? Hey, man, we need to know who played Captain America in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, crap. I will say Chris Evans. Chris Evans. Wrong. Actually, that's right. Right. I pressed the wrong button. Congratulations, and thank you for editing yourself, sir. I appreciate that as well. Uh, What is your name? Uh, Pat. Pat, you're taking on Big J. Big J, who played Captain Chesley Sullenberger in the movie Sully? Tom Hanks? Right. Correct. Back to you, Pat. Pat, who played Doctor Strange in the movie Doctor Strange? Oh. Um, yeah, another one of those questions. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will say... What's his name? It's very long. Benedict Cumberbatch. Right. Nice reading and good job. Big J, who played Dorothy Gale in The Wizard of Oz? Oh, boy. Um, that is... Oh, God. I can't remember her name. Drawing a blank. No guesses? Nothing? I mean... Star of the movie. Yeah. Uh, and then, unfortunately, passed away from a terrible accident. Wait, what? Right? Patty... I'm getting mixed up with somebody else, clearly. I want to know who you're thinking of, because I can't even think of who passed away in a terrible accident that you're thinking of. But no, this woman lived, uh, did pass away, but lived into her 60s at the very least. Uh, Any guesses, Pat? That makes you the winner. Who played Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz? Oh, uh, um, Judy Garland. Yeah. Right. Judy Garland. Judy Garland played Dorothy. Congratulations, man. You got that Call of Duty Vanguard game coming your way free of charge. I was figuring out who I was trying to think of, by the way. You don't even know? No. Obviously. Well, I'm wondering what terrible accident you're thinking of. She drowned. Oh, oh, oh. You're thinking of Natalie Wood? Yeah, Natalie Wood. And she was murdered. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Good luck proving that. (laughs) Nobody's been able to do so so far. There's your pop culture smackdown. We are going to have a little bit of headlines. I'm sleepy. Those are happening next on the X Rocks. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Headlines are as follows, Big J, you idiot. Game of Goats and Play Dead. You idiot. A Michigan woman wanted to kill her husband, Big J, and so she did so by, you know, like anybody else would, searching to rent a hitman online. Oh. And then had to plead guilty because of charges that could land her in jail for nine years because uh, Wendy Ween uh, decided that she wanted to hire a hitman to kill her husband. And she uh, did a search on Google for 
hiring a hitman. And lo and behold, what is the first thing that pops up, Big J? But rentahitman.com. Now, rentahitman.com is a website that's been put up for years by the Federal Bureau of Investigation as the first hit you will click on if you search for Hitman. And the second you click on it, guess what happens? You get taken to a list where they watch you for everything that you do. And, of course, she went on rentahitman.com and then clicked a couple of links and, sure enough, agreed to pay $5,000, including an upfront payment to cover travel expenses because her husband lives in Tennessee. Well, that's when an undercover cop... And, you know, it's all a setup. It's just a sting yeah. operation, basically, this website. And it turned into, sure enough, her going through the process of trying to hire somebody on rentahitman.com. So, thank goodness... People that are dumb enough to hire Hitman are dumb enough to click the link that pops up the first one on Google.com. Borderline entrapment. Well, I don't know. I mean, I feel like you reap what you sow here. And this is kind of what happened. You should know enough to think that if I search for how to kill somebody online, the first thing that pops up, especially if I'm hiring somebody to do this job, should be an automatic warning for you. But it wasn't, and so she ended up going to jail and could face nine years in prison. So there's that. Uh, by the way, uh, this website has ca- helped catch over two dozen people who have done the exact same thing. So 24 people are still alive because people are dumb enough to click rentthehitman.com on Google. So there's that. Game of Goats or Play Dead? Play Dead. This sounds terrifying, but a New Zealand woman had to call police for help when she found herself, quote, being held hostage by a possum in her own home. Mm-hmm. The woman says she was unpacking her car from the grocery store when she felt something run up on her leg. That's never good. She soon realized that it was a possum and then ran into her house. Each time she tried to go outside, the possum would reappear and then charge at her. Like, this is my house now, lady. So police finally did arrive at the woman's home and were speaking to her through a window when the possum climbed the officer's leg. The officer was able to smack the possum with his flashlight and then paced, placed him in a box and was able to take him away for the seat. The animal was relocated to an area far away and her nightmare was over. So happy endings, but apparently you can be terrified or terrorized by a possum. So there's Jeez. that. It's climbing up people's legs. I can get you how that would freak you out a little bit, right? Yeah, you're used to things climbing down your leg. Huh? You heard me. Game of Goats is story number three, and I suppose this is one way to utilize technology, but there is a farm based in Shanghai that is trialing facial recognition software because they want to stop incest among its goat flock. The artificial intelligence technology uses a camera to track goats that are housed together and are probably related to one another based on their facial features and color coding. So if two related goats start trying to get it on, the technology alerts staff members so they can stop it. Therefore, they don't get any re- weird incest scoping. Hey, it's your sister. Get off her. Uh, so uh, apparently this is a great way to prevent that from happening. They expect this to go to f- other kind of breeds of animals and to other farms in 2022. So watch out. We got a lot of incest going on in the farms, Big J. And they want to stop it. Knock it off. And I'm sure that's using technology for the power of good. Yeah. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Now if we can just set that up in Alabama. <laughs> there are your headlines. You're up to date on everything. It's a great event fleet that is built by nations here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Whoa. Time to recap the Morning After Fantasy Football League week number 10, baby. And let's start with you, Big J, the Queenslayer. How did it turn out? 
Uh, yeah, I was going up against everybody, or every day I'm wrestling. Uh, that was the uh, number one team in the morning after fantasy football league, Melanie, and uh, has a pretty dang good team. So uh, I feel pretty fortunate here. It's uh, all but two of my players, Nick, scored in double digits. So nice. you're going to have a pretty good uh, day when that is the occurrence. And uh, Dak Prescott and CeeDee Lamb combined for about 56 points and that's what uh, I was hoping for when I drafted those guys so uh, that was great Leonard Fournette got me 17 points uh, but uh, the big the big surprise uh, was uh, Daryl Williams uh, he's a running back for Kansas City uh, he scored almost 30 points and some of that was pure garbage where uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes threw up a pass I mean I think it was about 40 50 yards and uh, he caught that for a touchdown so that was a nice way to put me up on uh, on top and uh we'll see how uh that progresses uh here next week is uh you know uh, edwards uh, claire is coming back so he's gonna have a, a much lesser role so we'll see what comes of that and uh every day in wrestling you know she had some a rough outing from russell wilson uh josh jacobs a couple of her uh big players uh, enough for me to overcome jonathan taylor who has been just money got 24 points from him uh she got 19 points from hunter henry he's the uh, wide or the uh, tight end for the new england patriots uh that's been scoring some points so uh that, that was close but i still managed to beat her by about 50 points yeah not a bad day for melanie just uh you had the high score of the week so you know when you put up 160 points in this league you should win and I mean, you did. number one now in the division yeah you're you're just two games about five but that's all it takes to lead the division in your particular side yeah. of things. So hey, you uh, cry about you're not in this division. <laughs> well, I'm not crying. I'm just telling you the truth. Uh, I happen to have a harder road to hoe for the playoffs, but let's see if you can keep it up for the rest of the year. It's still a long season, man. There's still uh, five games left before the playoffs start. We'll see what ends up going down. On the Nick side, the Ledger Pickle Nick ended up knocking off Allen's discount double check, who is uh, struggling. Third loss in a row for Allen. Nice performance out of Ezekiel Elliott. Pretty good performance out of Devontae Smith, the rookie wide receiver for Philly, who teamed up with Jalen Hurts on his end for about 40 points. But everybody else kind of came up a little bit empty. Nakeem Hines for the Colts didn't do much. Uh, Knox, the tight end return for the Buffalo Bills, he didn't do much. But 104 points for discount double check, just not enough for him to overcome my powerhouse, which included Stefan Diggs, who actually put up a 30-burger finally. Uh, some real points for the wide receiver who's been steady, but not like, like he was last year when he led the NFL in catches, and that's kind of what I've been banking on. But a great 162-yard touchdown performance for Steph Diggs, over 30 points for him this week. My running back tandem, again, teamed up for a pretty good performance with uh, James Robinson and Najee Harris. And then for the first time all season, I got more than 15 points out of my quarterback. It took forever. We got until week 10, but it happened. 18 points from Derek Carr. It was enough to give me a 122-104 uh, victory for the fight and pickle Nick. So that well, I'll definitely take it. The uh, number one team now is tied. Of course, uh, Every Damn Wrestling still number one at 7-3, but Tenacious D back up in that number one slot. Jim's 7-3 game uh, team ended up with a 103-76 win over no punt intended. Uh, thanks to Tom Brady, who didn't have a great game, but enough to power him through. It really was Cooper Cup again having a good performance and his kicker, believe it or not, with 12 points that led him to a 103-76 victory. Of course, no punt intended. has had a rough year. That continues. Leading scorer, Kirk Cousins, who he just picked up off the waiver wire. And then you're going to the Bills defense or somebody else that did anything worthwhile for him. So it was a rough game for Lanny. He falls to 3-7 and seven on the year. Congratulations as well 
well to Tracy, who evened her record at uh, five and five with a 120-87 win over Courtney. And wrong side of Camara, that was a tough game for Courtney, who had some injury issues. Josh Allen did okay, and so did Mark Andrews, the wide receiver for Baltimore. But really, that's it. Meanwhile, Tracy had a balanced attack. Uh, Delvin Cook ended up with a pretty good performance. She got 21 points out of the Cowboys defense, which was great for her. And Hunter Renfro scored 17. That was enough to give her 120 points. So congratulations to her. The Dead Will Tell had a huge Monday Night Football game that ended up catapulting him to victory. He was coming in trailing, needed a big game out of the one and only Debo Samuel, and he got it. 30-point performance out of Debo that gave him the 133-114 victory. Had a huge game out of Patrick Mahomes. Probably what he was thinking when he drafted him in the first round. Finally came true in week number 10. And Mark Ingram didn't suck for him either. 20-point performance out of him. Of course, uh, unfortunately for Goodwin, uh, Tanya ended up falling to 4-6. and six. She had a good game out of Justin Jefferson and Christian McCaffrey, but just not enough. She had the lead going into Monday Night Football. If she had a pedestrian game from Debo Samuel, she would have had the victory, but Debo just put up crazy numbers yesterday and that's all it took and finally the defending champion and now the hottest team in the uh, morning after fantasy football league is three peter parker picking up his fourth consecutive victory 126 to 112 over big j's scrotal necrosis which is a reference to a we're going to hell story from last week uh scrotal <laughs> necrosis ended up with a good game out of tyreek hill and a really good game out of keenan allen but that really was it justin herbert kind of fell flat mitchell for the 49ers yesterday fell flat so only 112 points for uh wayne but Big, of course, uh, Theo Peter Parker had a good performance out of uh, Lamar Jackson and out of uh, Johnson, the running back for the Cleveland uh, Browns, but had a really nice flex performance out of A.J. Dillon, who ended up filling in for the injured Aaron Jones and put up 26 points plus 12 points on the defense. That gave him 126 for the weekend and his fourth consecutive victory. So there's your Week 10 recap. Who are you taking on in Week Number 11, BJ? I'm taking on three Peter Parker. We'll see if you can snap the winning streak. You knocked off the number one team last week. Let's see if you can do a pretty good job of knocking off the number four seed, at least right now anyway. Uh, Dell and the defending champion this week. I've got Big J Scrotal Necrosis, whose I'm sure team name will change that's by a, the time we face each other. That's an easy other. win. Uh, we shall see. We shall see. Morning after Fantasy Football League, week number 10 in the bag. We have got your bad impressions next on the X-Rock. J on 100.3, the X. Yeah, and we've got a Boise meal deal here from our friends at Papa Murphy's. A large pepperoni pizza gets you some, uh, some cheese bread. Also... Nice dessert. Some cookie dough that you can make into warm, fresh cookies. Man, nothing better than warm, fresh cookies. Oh, man. And then, of course, a two-liter bottle of soda. Your choice if you can figure out bad impressions this morning. 208-287-1003 is our phone number if you'd like some food coming your way. All you have to do is figure out bad impressions, which works like this. Big J has three clues. They point to somebody pretty famous. Figure out that famous person. And boom, you've got some food coming your way. To the phones we go. Hello, the X. Hey, what's up? How you doing, man? What's your name? Joe. All right, Joe, you're up first. I just starred in the biggest movie ever for Netflix. Next. 20 years ago, I introduced the Xbox to the world at the Consumer Electronics Show. Next. Can you smell what I'm gaming? The Rock. Okay. Yeah, The Rock. 
Doc, good job. Saved at the last moment. Hang on one second. Easy clue. We will make sure you're all set and good to go with that Boise Meal deal from Papa Murphy's Joe. Hold tight. Why is The Rock in the news? Yeah, The Rock, he's uh, teamed up with Xbox. By the way, that relationship has continued over the last 20 years, and uh, he's given away a lot of Xbox stuff over the years to charities. Uh, Thanks to that... um, that uh, relationship that they've had all over these years. And uh, he's teamed up with them again this time and along with uh, the folks at Netflix for something pretty cool, a chance for you to win a whole bunch of prizes as uh, they celebrate the 20 years of Xbox. Uh, There was uh, a big release yesterday. Halo Infinite, the multiplayer, was released. Uh, Phil, uh, the... The head of Xbox Gaming uh, did a uh, introduction of it, so that's been a big deal. But if you go to XboxVault.com, there's a really cool thing where uh, you can answer some trivia questions that both involve uh, the new movie Red Notice and Xbox uh, games and stuff, and, and you can win some prizes. They got thousands of prizes to give away. Did you do it? Oh yeah. Did you get all the questions right? Uh, I got I got quite a few. Yeah. How many were there? Were there a bunch? Uh, I think there's there's up to 2,000 points available, and I scored 1,700. Not so. bad. Not bad, dude. Way to go. Yeah. You are not a Halo player, right? No, I never really got into it. But does this one interest you, or do no. you not even still know? No, no, I'm not, not into it. There but you I'm, go. I'm happy for everybody who is, and, and it's one. Halo is one of those legacy things where it, it's like uh, a lot of people like our age were like, oh, yeah, Goldeneye got us into gaming. You know, right, doing multiplayer and that sort of thing. For a lot of people, uh, probably about 10 years younger, Halo was the thing that got them into, you know, multiplayer oh, gaming. sure. And it's it's a it's a huge cornerstone of Xbox, yeah. you know, that it's an exclusive title, and it makes sense that they would want to hang their hat on it, for sure. And a very successful franchise at that. So enjoy the game and maybe get some free stuff courtesy of The Rock. There's your bad impressions. We wrap up the show here next on The X Rock. If you... <laughs> That is Hailstorm that is back from the dead here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. That's going to do it for us on this Tuesday. Thanks for hanging out with us. Big J selected a movie that you can watch on Hulu called Crypto as his choice for streaming dumbass. He will watch that movie tonight and then review it for you tomorrow so you can play the home game if you like. We also found out that to Big J, I guess Judy Garland, Natalie Wood, and I think you wanted to say Patty Hearst at one point are all the same person to you. But, they are. But now maybe you found out their differences, at least a little bit? Nope. Okay. Well, sorry, old white women. You're all the same to Big J. Uh, and, of course, Dead. we also had a chance to... Patty Hearst is very much still alive. We also had a chance to give away at $200 today with James Bond Trivia. You can do the same. Earn your own $200 at 1230 with Jason Drew and 530 today with Adam. All about Bond, James Bond today. So we'll see how you guys do. And if you can win some money, that's the idea. Big J, that leaves you with the floor. Coca-Cola is bringing back the high C ecto cooler in celebration of Ghostbusters Afterlife, Nick. That makes sense to me. But here's the caveat with this is that uh, they're bringing it back in a 12 ounce bottle for the first time ever. But you can't buy it. You have to win it at Drink High C. I know it's so sought after like this is this flavor is so sought after. I don't understand why they don't bring it back but for also, a while. Like, that's the only time High C has ever been in a bottle. Why don't you just do what you do? And, you know, put it in the boxes and put it on the shelves where everybody can get it. It seems silly to me. But uh, maybe it makes it more exclusive. I'm sure it makes it more collectible. And I'm sure it makes it a bigger deal. So they're doing it probably just to do it up. Now, I remember and recall Ecto Cooler as a flavor. However, 
I do not remember anything about the taste. Do you? No, I don't. But it's uh, it's a combination of tangerine and orange. Okay. So there you go. I don't think I had a lot of high C growing up, and yeah, so therefore it wasn't really big. I knew it was a thing. I knew Ecto Cooler was a thing. I don't remember it being a flavor or something that I sought after. But good luck to those of you that do. It looks like it's going to be a real pain in the ass to get a hold of. Next set of X-Rock brought to you by our friends at Team Mazda. If you need a car loan do-over, check out the website, GoTeamMazda.com. It's got the big blue eye pre-check button right there for you. GoTeamMazda.com. Jason Drew swinging in here next. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a good one. It's the X-Rocks.